You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 265 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I am Shane. And I'll tell you what, you know what's happening right now is the fact that uh, it's just me and Shane again. This is like old school shit because Ricky's not coming over because yeah. he, he got a bad belly. He's got he's got tummy problems. And who doesn't after New Year's Eve? Let's just say that right now. What my is, what my is it, tummy's perfectly fine. I went well, to bed you by did the right thing. 10.30. I was in bed by 10.30, angry at someone banging pots outside by Sure, midnight. sure, sure. I yelled out the window, you fucking cunts. Stop it. I went not, right back to bed. I was six pack. I, it was a great New Year's. Do you know for what me. sucks about the, the holidays, right? Is every single year I'm like, okay, well, you know, October rolls around and I'm like, okay, well, here's here's the thing. I got some shit that I got to do. I got to, you know, but I, I'll wait till after the holidays to get it done, right? Yeah. But the holidays come and go way too fast. And now all of a sudden, not only do I start having to get my tax shit together, but oh I all of a sudden have all these other things that I told myself I'd do after the busy holidays, you know? So it's Yeah, like, don't even get me started on tax season. Oh, yeah. Well, is that part of the holidays? Do we throw that in there, too? Uh, No, because that's the worst day of all Because then you got to throw Valentine's in. Do you, know, do you realize something? You know what's funny? My dad, I, you don't, you've never met my dad, but you, should, you would like my dad. I have a perfect picture of your dad. In fact, I was in his town. Oh, the other farm, day, and I and I was gonna text you and say, where exactly does he live? <laughs> Just not because I'm gonna knock on the door and go, "Hello, I'm Michael's friend." Because you might see him taking down the uh, the the Christmas lights on his or his mother-in-law's house, who lives across the street. Trust me, I get to hear about that all the but time. But what I was gonna say is, I'm just curious if if I if I go and deliver packages or pick up things gotcha. from other Oh, gotcha, other, gotcha, gotcha. You know, like one of Where his exactly is he at? I'll, I'll give the, you the address the, next time. I don't know what offhand I'd have area. to Well, he lives in Bountiful now. Remember, oh, remember because I because oh, too because our family fell apart and everybody's sad and we're all dealing with the with the anxiety oh, and depression Jesus. of divorce twenty plus years later. That oh that, was, that was that was it's a New Year's resolution to share my feelings, man. I'm sharing my feelings. I, right I mean, now. I'm liking it. That's fine. <laughs> Just no, but my dad, who is a straight arrow, who never complains, he does complain every once in a while. But ever the only time he ever swears is during BYU games when they're losing, right? He one time when we were kids doing his taxes and he literally started belting out a song called. I'm not proud to be an American because oh, I a, totally did, not free. He did a, he was he did so a, mad a, a weird Al Yankovic twist on Lee Greenwood. Yes. And I, you know I'm Lee. not proud to be an American. And, it, and he, it's so funny because every single uh, – we'll bring it up every once in a while and he'll apologize. He's like, I didn't – it's weird to think that that's something you guys will would have remembered forever. I'm like, Dad, that's probably one of the top daddy. greatest dad moments of all time. Oh, sweet daddy. We'll remember <laughs> it when you're dying in bed. <laughs> And, and we'll, we're watching and, and we'll sing it to you in harmony. We will all, all He's the kids. not proud. Go on to live with Jesus, Daddy. He's not proud to be an American. It's okay. Go into heaven now. Can, you, can you imagine us like the Von Trapp family? 
like, oh, I'm not. And we'll, we'll do the whole thing. We'll start it off and we'll. Hum. Yeah, someone's got one of those little horns. It's in A flat, everyone. <laughs> yes, that, that's what's going to happen. We're all going to do it. My dad's going to still be apologizing on his deathbed. Lewis is standing there. Everyone's just, what the hell? Yeah. That, that, that might be the meaning of hell for him. Oh. He might go, hey, listen, a minute. I am in hell. Then after that, it'll be like wherever he goes, it's going to be good. So yeah, it's whatever. Like, get away from that noise. Oh, my gosh. So uh, you have any uh, 2020 uh, resolutions, man? Uh, I stopped doing that a long time ago, but it's usually kind of this. It's work on my belly. Yeah. Cause I got a beer belly. I got to do that too, man. I'm doing, I want to do, uh, you know, I tell myself do a lot of sit-ups. Yeah. Uh, do any kind of, uh, you know, they call it core now. Do it. Core oh yeah. Strength. Remember when they didn't used to call it that, but it was the same thing now. But I feel like that's like a duh. Well, sure. It's the core of your, it's the trunk. They should call it the trunk of your... I feel like your, my legs are my trunks. Yeah, I feel like the trunk of your body is the, the main Maybe part the legs are the roots. The heart. Yeah, there you go. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So just, you know, uh, stop doing this, stop doing that, stop, you know, do a little more of this, do a little more of that, but uh, I, uh, yeah, nothing. I, I've had it uh, um, suggested to me that maybe I shouldn't wear the same kind of clothes every single day. And maybe I should Who start... that? Just a few people here and there. Hey, what's, what's going on? Would it kill you to dress up nice, Mike? Would it kill you to wear anything? Oh, that's but, your family. Well, I'm not saying Fuck who them. it is. Well, I'll, well. Oh, apparently uh, Alexa was in on that. She wanted to give me a. What'd uh, she say? She said, "I can't find your family." Do you she talk about your family? She couldn't all the find time? any family. That how depressed am I already? It's it's 2020. It's that's dark. weird that it would pick up on that. Do you t- do you sit here with Alexa and go, Alexa, let's talk about my family. <laughs> Alexa, turn off. I mean, that's just weird. Now, well, hey, I, sometimes when I'm here alone and I'm... I'm sorry, I'm weirding out a little bit. Yeah, well, well, that's weird. That's weird. I still have... Never mind. Anyway... You still got what? Now, Some I'll tell you... Tender off-air. feelings about something? Tender feelings about something, yeah. So, uh, episode 265, this episode, there's a band that I've never heard of named Vulture Industries from Norway. Yeah. From Bergen, Norway. Uh, their uh, album Stranger Times from 2017, which I was a little worried about because they have a newer album than this, but we chose this one, right? I hope. Well, it's just a single. Oh, okay. I didn't know 2019's okay. Deeper is it's okay. just the track. I guess I guess if I was concerned, I probably should have hit you up before right now. Yeah. But uh, that would it, have been kind of concerned. But it all but worked out. No, we, we've is, done that before. What was it? Dax, Dax Riggs, we accidentally did different albums on that too. Yeah. But uh, I figured it was too late. Yeah, but who cares about that? Nah, we done. We done with that. We're done worrying. Yeah, so it's just a song called Deeper. No. Uh, 2019 from Vulture Industries. And maybe we'll get to that eventually. I'm trying yeah. to hold my face solemn when I go, uh-huh, yeah, it's just a single. Oh. Because I, I don't want to lay my cards on the table gotcha, about gotcha, gotcha, this gotcha, band. Gotcha. Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, well, I'm looking oh. forward to it. Oh dear. To it. Oh, oh dear. dear. Oh dear. Okay. We're also talking about the very incestuous movie from 1992 directed by Mick Garris named Sleepwalkers and uh, also written by a little guy named Stephen King. Wonder if you've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. So here we go. Shane, what do we do when we start up the start up the uh, the episode after start we, up the laptops? We fire up the microphones. Yeah. We, do, we do the thing that we 
that we've been doing for a long time? Well, what we do, what we like to do is we ask a question. We beg, we plead, we get online. We type messages and tweets and Instagram yeah. messages. We I mean, beg just, and 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 we say, I just, please. I just put it in our group on Facebook and on my personal thing. I don't. You need to do that other part. We we have this phone number that you can call three eight five three five one nine two seven three, and all we want you to do is call it because you're not going to talk to us. <laughs> you're just going to hear an answering voice that says, "Yeah, leave a message." And then you'll leave your message, and you it could be about anything that has to do with, with the podcast. But we ask a question. And the question, episode. this episode is, uh, basically, it's your, it's your uh, New Year question. We do this every single year. Uh, what is your favorite horror movie and or album from 2019, whether it came out this year or you watched or listened to it for the first time in 2019? Um, but, uh, there we go. What do you say we get into some voicemails? I say yes to that. First up, we got Steven Thompson and he, oh and, boy. Uh, and, uh, just so you know, remember, we're going to be playing that intro. So enjoy that too. Lovely. The question of the episode. The question of the episode. Call into the bone phone. Leave your answer at the tone. Question of the episode. A fan of it in movies and uh, in real life. In IRL. And that he's talking about Stephen Thompson, who is our first call. Here we go. Hey, bitches, what's up? Yo, All that's right. Mr. So Bitch to you. You know, I really haven't had, like, a lot of time to fucking sit around and watch horror movies. Bullshit. And I know some of you don't have a fucking life. <laughs> but seriously, I'm just sit around and fucking write horror movies for you and fucking... It's fucking ridiculous. He's joking because that's all he does. Self, you want to know what's fucking good? Go fucking watch your own goddamn movies. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough, I guess. Touche. Anyway, I really liked uh, Ready or Not. That was the only one mainstream. I didn't see that. I haven't seen that. I didn't see that one yet. I ended up watching twice. It's got a really dark. That's interesting. Really great. It's fun. I'm waiting for that one. Because that's the big one. There's a. I'm so far behind on my watching. What do you think you do? Sit there and write all all the time, and make intros to voicemail sections. It's already fucking almost noon. Because some of us have fucking lives. (laughs) You're pathetic. Anyway, (laughs) you cool bitches. Yeah, Mike, you're pathetic. (laughs) I'm not gonna lie to you. My favorite calls are the ones where they call up. Just to tell me or you or you. Ricky who that were just dumbass bitches. Yeah. Well, and it's yeah, like no. So it's like no. Those are my favorites. So please, please, you're welcome. He to doesn't do that. have time for any kind of porn. Nope. Or any kind of horror movies. He is busy typing his. But the books. irony is, is that he has time to call call up this line and tell me what a piece of shit I am. So I also appreciate that as well. Everybody got time for that. <laughs> uh, by the way, incident you heard the lovely intro. You're about to hear the lovely outro. That was Stephen Thompson. Uh, he also does he also does the intro to our show that we've been doing for eight years. For f's sake, mm-hmm. like now it's like official, like eight years. 
Yeah. Jeez. Today or well, what? I don't remember the first day we recorded, but it was twenty January 2012. Eight years. Oh. Some of these guys get them out like three, four times a week. I'm like, no. how is that even possible? No, I don't know. We used what to, do you do? We used to do that more, but then I realized that- It's like one, once, a, once too, a week is pretty good, but, but we and do, then it's like, why don't we take a little time for everything? Well, it takes- Well, here's the thing, too, is like, I'm the one that has to edit it, put it together and all that stuff, and I yeah. need a little rest after that. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just- after that, I'm just like, I, I can't even, I can't even. That's what I say now, because that's what the kids say. Yeah. I can't even for another I two weeks. I can't even, bro. <laughs> I, you know, geez. Gee willikers. Yeah. I just, I can't not, And that's even. the kind of language I use, too. I mean, I say, oh my. I know, you're from Farmington. I, that's so that's like, what we do. Golly wally ding dongs. I'm not going to lie You're just going to have to wait. Farmington, growing up in Farmington has given me a lot of, uh, it taught me manners. It taught me... Uh, a lot of things, unlike the next caller who also grew up in Utah, oh. but not Farmington. But here's the Joe the Redbeard. Hot tits. Hey, Mike. Hey, Shane. Uh, it's your buddy Red. Redbeard. Love it. My best of 2019. So, the best album of 2019, I believe, uh, or I feel in my personal depths and in my heart and in my balls, Ooh. worsen. Um, Fucking uh, curse to witness life or something. What? Uh, um, Redbeard, spit it out. What is it? A bunch of other bands, but um, worsen. Worsen. Their full length. It's their like. He listens to like their debut full length. He listens to stuff that makes me cry at night because I'm scared. I'd love to hear it. um, Black and death metal. All right. And the best uh, best movie horror movie, Doctor Sleep. Um, oh, I, I didn't see that one either. Nothing came close. Dang it. Kind of Everybody is talking about that. No, movie. I have not seen it. It's a horror genre, but uh, Dr. Slate for sure. Um, there were a few other albums that need to be mentioned. Possessed, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and Profantica had a really, really killer album. I don't but, think they uh, like Jesus yeah, very much, though. was worse. And... All right, guys. See you all later. He called back for a short one, so we maybe had one more. Okay, it's uh, red again. Sorry, um, "Curse to Witness Life" was the name of the Worsen album. Oh, and it is terrific. I highly recommend it. So, um, yeah. All right, Shane, Bye-bye. you should you should take so you should get some Dude, more black and death possessed, metal stuff. That possessed fucking album I haven't, is I haven't listened on to it. fucking fire. I, baby. I haven't listened to it yet because I only listen to like my programming music and I listen to what you tell me to listen to. Well, but we can't do it on the podcast. You guys go, it, I, it's not for me. So hold, no, Ricky. It's will, not for me. Ricky will possess say that. The, 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 the progenitors of death metal. We were going to do that. creators. We were going to do that, got, and you shit on it. You've got a war of worlds do you between think, wait, death, wait. the band, and possessed. <sighs> Who created death metal? Who created it? You've got, you've got the Bay Area with possessed. You've got death in Florida. Oh. Who created death metal? You realize Possessed I remember when you were telling this us year, 2019 that we were going to do that. And then you didn't do it. Then you didn't do it. I started listening to that. I'm, you, I remember this. I remember thinking, Are you pulling some shenanigans? You, you no, you chose. I it. pulled it back because you, you guys just poo on everything. What do I poo on everything? Well, I'm or not saying. Ricky? I'm not saying. But but I'm kind of like you know. 
I kind of take into consideration. You know, like, by, by I, don't, I, I don't know if these guys are going to understand you one thing? what's Can going on Can I tell you one thing? I choose movies group. not based on whether you guys will like them and not at all. Because clearly fact, we don't. sometimes I choose them because I know I'll be the only one to like them. Right. So just be a man, Shane. Step no, up. But, it's twenty twenty. Be a man. It's about taking in the experience. <laughs> but you guys don't. But it's it. Well, it's just like okay. Let's take it back to horror movies. Okay. There's some horror movies that are absolutely beautiful for whatever reason to you, and you go, you're like, and we go, no, nah, it's crap. I don't like that. And you're like, how is that even possible? It makes for good to radio. bring in some beautiful death metal like Possessed. So, so hold brand on, are new you two thousand eighteen? Are you being album. are you being insecure and because you want us to like no, it? No, I'm just saying. No, what I'm mm. what I'm what I'm bringing in is an album that we can talk about or just go. That was okay. It sucked. Wow, I'm done. Really? Did did have I done this to you before? Uh, like yeah, there's like, there's been some episodes where you're kind of like uh, eh. no no there was one episode eh. year of the year of the uh, not year of the wolf but year of the uh, I think that's I think I think that yeah the year of the wolf that was three no not year it wasn't year what was it it was the year of the year of the goat it was year of the goat it was year of the goat but yeah, yeah I didn't care for that one very much two uh, two episodes ago I didn't love but it. over the years you have to understand all right a beautiful pleasure that it is to. to you have to understand hey, the, Shane, the plight and the beauty you're, of death you're metal assuming before you can lay it out to everyone. You're assuming and to hear how I'm going to act. Do a beautiful, I would say one of the best metal albums of 2019 from Possessed. Why don't and you give might me a chance? Be, don't uh, assume how I'm going to third. They, the third ever from 1985 until 2019. Yeah, you guys go. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Shane, don't assume. Next. Don't assume what I'm going to think. Give me a chance, Shane. So what I'm saying give, here. Give me a chance. Here's what I'm saying. What do you say? Redbeard, you are goddamn on the money. <laughs> oh. Keep it up with the spirit and the times because you know what is good in the world. Did Stephen Thompson call again? I think he did. Here he is. Hey, bitches. Yeah, yeah I already called once today. And then I watched Hereditary, and that fucking movie is creepy as shit. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to it. Then I watched Crawl. That was pretty fun. I did. I yeah. I bought Crawl. It's good. That was a fun one. You cheap ass, trying to get creature feature. Who the fuck wants to live in Florida? If that's the way <laughs> shit really is. You have a drain pipe in your basement feeding alligators into <laughs> fucking. Crawl and by space. the way, he could have jammed fuck? out those. Uh, <laughs> those little uh, bricks at any time you know hey the thing that's giving light to the camera down here i could easily take out because if there's an alligator <laughs> down there dude those bricks are gone do you know what my favorite thing about that movie was they're like okay there's here's the story here's the whole story okay there there's a dad and a daughter who are reconnecting because whatever Oh, by the way, it rains really hard. And then, like an hour and twenty-eight movie uh, minutes of the movie is just an alligator attacking, or a couple alligators attacking, or whatever. Simple and yet entertaining. I mean, I have a couple beers yeah. while you're watching it, right? Yeah, but, uh, it was great. I enjoyed I, I, it. I liked the shit. I out enjoyed of it. the shit out of it. But it was like the whole time I watched it, I was like, "Why is this guy going?" Ah, and he can <laughs> see daylight through the bricks behind him. Are you trying to bring the decorative bricks you try that they put in for that reason for flooding? Oh. Hey, it's not even flooding yet. I'm surprised that in Florida they even have basements because. But I hurt my leg. Where's my daughter? Exactly. So 
So there you go. I'm just telling you right now, baby, I will climb. If we out. don't do possess next time, I'll be upset because that. Then well, we that, might not do but that. that. Means, but that we means that you do don't possessed. trust me. No, I, I, it's not that I don't I've trust your musical. I've been hurt. No, it's not that I don't trust your musical integrity. No one gives sometimes a shit what Ricky with, thinks. No. What I'm saying is sometimes with the heavier death, thrash, black and metal, you love melodic death I, metal. I, I do. You I love Alcest. You love... Uh, you love Opeth, Opeth love, you love all that stuff. I do love Bloodbath, though. I do but, love Inquisition. But with, the, but I do with love... the grittier stuff that's just like straight death, it's not quite as fun of a conversation because it's like, eh, not my wheel health, sorry. All I've got to say to so you is- So an album like Possessed, where I go, oh my God, this is like, <laughs> holy shit. You're going, yeah, it's like- blah, 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 Shane, it's blah, up to you. Blah, I ain't blah, telling blah, blah, you what blah, blah, to do. I, ain't tell- I love Bloodbath. I love- uh, uh, Deicide, I love, uh, like a lot of shit. Like I've been yeah, listening to Take all week. Yeah, but that's more kind of black metal. That's a ball, sure. But, you know. And it also has a banjo uh, solo in the uh, song called Mirror. M-Y-R. Anyway. Well, maybe I will. Maybe I'll put in this great band that I know, and I won't say it right now. Okay. And Redbeard will know him. When, they hear, when he hears it, he'll go, dang. He'll be like, damn, he'll say, son. Damn, kid, what's this kid doing over here on this podcast, which I listen to? But, yeah, I mean, death metal is kind of, uh, it is hard for people to, you know. Hey, listen, I should have all the death metal cred that I need right now. I'm wearing a shirt with Ghost on it uh-huh. and King Diamond pin. Okay, okay. yeah, I noticed the King that Diamond pin, was a joke. Pin, that was, a, was, that was a joke, by the way. It's hiding. Like the night that I wore this, somebody flicked a cigarette at me, and, and they I, burned a hole. in No, because I said I could block it because it was because he was really close, and I said I could block it because I have cat-like reflexes. Turns out that was wrong. Right. And and he burned your shirt. And he burned my shirt. So I Let's put that. It. Well, take the pen off so I can see the burn in the shirt. God damn, he did. He burned <laughs> a hole right in there. So it's like, uh, but I feel like ghost. I was wondering why that was that was on there in such an obscure spot because i would have put that king diamond i would have nestled well, right up under in there in under normal circumstances patch. i would have done that too but yeah so you just had but and it went and it, it, the weird king thing diamond is, face. is it, it's on the pocket and it went through all the layers so i could i'm actually oh, touching it, my nipple right now so when he said he he could hit you with a fucking cigarette he meant it and he, it went through turns and, out turns out i do not have the cat like reflexes like i thought i did jesus so God. there you go yeah Jesus H. Criminy, I've never seen anything more bizarre in my life, but I'm seeing that burn in the shirt. Yep, it's right there. Sorry, Stephen. Does that. Only in fucking Florida. And then I started watching Happy Death Day and made some brats. I guess. Uh, now I need to see that is, one. It's uh, okay. I really don't have a fucking life, so I take back everything I've done. Uh, that's what I was saying. Be cool, bitches. That's what oh, I was, was saying. What he did there was pull the one, two <laughs> on the first. The first thing. And guess what we did? We fell for it. We fell me- hook, like hook, line, and line sink. Yes. And sinking it. Now, okay. I love it. Now, just so you know, I can never wear this shirt in front of anybody who ever listens to the podcast. Why now. not? Because they're gonna be they're gonna be you wondering where my nipple is. on eBay. Go. Like Dude, remember that shirt where Mike said his titty? You see that the, right now? Like, yeah, I can see that's it. that's the tip of my nipple coming out of that right now. Well, let's fucking burn it with a cigarette. No. No, I have very sensitive nipples. I didn't know if you know that about me. Uh, okay, so we've got a treat. We got two calls from my favorite, your favorite, just Julia. Here oh, she is. I love her. Mike, Shane, little Ricky, it's 
just Julia, and happy, happy New Year to everybody. Oh, thank you. The sound of my voice uh-huh. for brand new shiny 2020. <laughs> right. Yes. I have missed talking to you guys madly, but I've been loving the show. Oh. And uh, again, Mike, you know the deal. What's the number one rule? Don't tell Dad. There are no rules. Oh, oh, so, that's my. Oh, I'm going to go back a couple episodes to when you were asking about holiday horror films. Yes. And having listened to the episode, I am, I suppose, surprised, but pleased that I can be the one to call it in. No one mentioned uh, this weird Scandahoovian movie that Rare I think Exports. Mike, you and I both really enjoy, called Rare Export. Okay, I'm going to pause it. Real oh quick. yeah, we did that. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause it real quick. We did that. Not, that's I a little kid told with a crazy helmet on. Yes. So I'm gonna tell and a funny naked story Santa's, about this. Santa Clauses. So, so basically, what it is is they're up in the Russia or something or, or Scandinavia, something like that, like on the Russian border, right? And these guys who are developers or something like that, they blow out. Uh, you know, they're they're doing some dynamiting stuff like that, and they find this giant who we thought. I'm gonna was. stop you for a moment. Okay. What if? She's about to tell us the the ins and outs of that entire. No, I'm thing. just going to give you a quick. Let me. Oh. Okay, so quick. Anyway, at the end of the story, a bu- it turns out it was Krampus, and then all a bunch of uh, all of a sudden. A oh, bunch you're of, giving a spoiler. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. A bunch of old men with with dongs and saggy balls come running out naked from this thing. Like we're talking like fifty. 50 Where's it guys. from? Sweden. I can't remember. It's from Sweden, Norway, but I know it takes place yeah, also Norway. in Russia, part of Russia. Like on the border. Oh, on the border, yeah. Yeah. Like Las Vegas, California. Exactly. So basically what happens is they, uh, one scene, there's just a bunch of like old ass, skinny ass men running with their dongs out. And this is something that my ex-wife put on for the kids because she figured it was going to be a fun Christmas movie. Oh, rare then, exports. <laughs> They'll love this. And then all of a sudden, for, like we're, we're hanging out, we're, me, and, me and Ember are downstairs in the, uh, in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, we hear the kids upstairs start screaming and laughing their asses off. We run up there. We saw Santa Claus's and I'm dick, like, Daddy. And I'm like, you turn this juicy. movie on for them? And she's like, I didn't know what's going on. I'm like, behold, this is what goes on in this movie. And we still laugh about that to this day. Oh, my heavens. So that's kind of a little no, Christmas like, story. Like, like Christmas morning, I even mentioned, do you guys want to go in and, uh, you know, with the family and have rare a nice exports? family movie and watch some rare exports? Do they know what that means? Like if you go, hey, kids. Oh, my kids do. My kids go, do. Of course, Amber gives geez, me the dirtiest look gee, in the Willikers, world. Mom. She's she gets, we saw so many, like, so it happened Santa on Christmas Cock, morning. We were freaked out. Happened on Christmas morning a couple weeks ago. And it's like, it's still, the joke will never die. Next year, guess what I'm going to do? You guys want to watch uh, Rare Exports as a family? Oh, so God. there you go. A Christmas tale. Please, folks, if you haven't seen this, do yourself a favor. Do not. Uh, watch the trailers. Do not look up information about it online. This started as as a series of small, profoundly dark, uh, but but funny uh, little web episodes, and then it, it, they expanded it out into this movie. <laughs> and the movie has got some terrifying moments. It's also got some real yeah, humor. But this is one of those rare. I would call this a rare, expert? a really scary movie with some rock solid humor. Rock solid is that I some kind call, of a call like Shaun of the Dead, a really funny movie that has some rock solid horror. Gotcha, gotcha, that makes gotcha. Sense. But anyway, if you horror get a chance first. and you haven't seen it, Rare Exports is definitely worthy of your holiday time. Oh, I love it. And now the most recent uh, question was, uh, how about a classy horror film? What do we okay. got classy? I love well, to hear her voice. Uh, right. I think the one that everyone should know, Little Ricky. 
because we all respect Belinda Blair. Oh, of course. Would be the original The Exorcist. That's uh, true. Yeah, as far that's as true. being what, what I don't mean art house, but but this is a film that was treated with um, to, that was treated seriously. It was treated seriously by everyone who made the film and by the film critics and by the audience. Yeah. Uh, there was no winking or being clever no. about it. And it was gorgeous. And it's terrifying. So I would say that would be number one for me as classy horror. I would also, from that same time period, mention Rosemary's Baby uh-huh. as being an especially good, serious, terrifying horror film that could be considered classy. Uh, Perfect. I'm going to get GP'd here, so I'm going to call so, you guys right back. So she, Oh, so she called back. But before we go on... I wanted to do mention. She's more. right on the money. She's totally on the money, and it's funny. She well, she brought up uh, um, Rosemary's Baby, and I just watched uh, Once Upon a Time in in Hollywood. Have you seen that yet? Love it. I so I watched that, and uh, it has a it, it has a lot to do with uh, uh, without giving too much away. But there's a little bit with Sharon Tate, yeah, and uh, Roman Polanski. Fantastic. Who, who, dir- Once who upon directed a time that in Hollywood? I'm it not says it all to- in the title. The best thing about that movie is that you got the two handsomest men in all time, of all time, Leo, and of course, Leo, <laughs> and of course, Brad Pitt, and they're like, they're going back and forth, and I just love I, to see it. I just love to see it. I was kind of here nor there on Brad Pitt. After uh-huh. that movie, I said, I love him. Really? I you was were neither here like, nor what, yeah, what about Leonardo? Wow. And then I went, you know what? As a team, do you know what your problem right. is? Your heart didn't go on. You know what in I did? Nineteen ninety nine. I winked at the screen after the movie was over. You're like doink. I stood up. I winked and I said, "You guys were all right. in approval." Oh man, that makes me happy. And I said, "You guys did a good job. Not a great job, but a good job." <laughs> all right, she called right back. Here she is. All righty, it's just Julia again, part two, uh, talking about classy uh, horror all right, films. Cool. I would go back to George C. Scott. With Changeling. a movie called The Changeling. I knew it. That's a great And also a movie that I find profoundly creepy, uh, Gregory Peck in the original Omen. The Omen. Yep. Again, yeah. these Love are all straight-up horror films, but each treated with uh, yeah, tremendous Yeah, absolutely. You're, yep. Which sometimes she knows. When, a, when a horror film is not treated with that kind of respect, it, it ends up feeling kind of goony. These films kind of like sleepwalkers. classy, uh, adult uh, uh, serious examinations of things that can scare the crap out of Another one I, I would really, throw in. Really... Let me pause real quick. Go ahead. Another one I would throw into her, and she may go, ah, I don't know if this is actually well, horror. Let's hear it. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? Yes. Uh, that, yeah. is, that is horror. Betty Davis, uh, Joan Crawford. Yep. But you are, Blanche. You, you are, are in that yes. chair. <laughs> and that movie, when I saw it, I put it in that category. Well, just with look Rosemary's at look at the baby, Exorcist, and everything because you've got Betty Davis, who's creepy as hell, absolutely as is, dressed in fucking what do they call them? Shirley Temple curls. Yeah, plus the makeup yeah. and all that stuff yeah. is creepy as hell. Yeah, and no, so you're right. I do put that in there, but it's a very eclectic group of movies that go into that. Gotcha. She's right. I bet she. Julia knows her classy stuff, and she's proven that over time and time again, over and over. So, well, I know, um, like them all for those reasons. I would also toss in there the most recent uh, "Get Out." I think is a classy, oh, okay uh, horror film. I agree. It is a serious examination of serious uh, 
racial issues and topics. They were all Democrats, so let's, let's remember. Great seriousness. Yes, Heading there are moments where you'll into you, the you, you the occasional laugh, but it is not in any way. I was impressed with Jordan Peele. I think that's the and first I movie I saw. For that. And again, uh, outside oh, of jo- Key and Peele. Great performances, uh, great writing. I really like that one. It's like a contemporary. What do they call that? The down. Going into the down world. Also, just want to yeah. give a shout out for folks who haven't seen it, just as a fun way to kick into the new year. Uh, if you haven't seen, you need to see what we do in the shadows. Uh, I have not seen that yet. Funnier, smarter. Vampire Love it. Movies Fantastic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking the TV show or the movie? Because I've seen the movie. Oh, but there's I've a TV seen the show. movie. I haven't seen the show. No, because I've been wanting to watch the, the, the show because I can't. I started on Sons of Anarchy again, and I'm I'm barely starting season seven, but I binged the crap out of that. The next Are one's some a, kind of a Sons of Anarchy nerd. Kind of now, yes. You want to watch that again? Hey, let's I cut accidentally watched it again. Off. That'll be great. They, they did that once, dude. Oh. They did that once in season one. I know. It's like the first episode I said, I don't like it. No, so well, you know, I told you I started the Mayans and it was pretty good. Then I'm like, I'm just going to, I got one more episode in me before I fall asleep. Let's start with Sons of Anarchy. And now I'm on, I'm on the last episode of season six again. Anyway, we'll move on. But The Purge is next. And then do yourself a favor and watch the the series that has come out of it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, you. cool. Oh. What We Do in the Shadows on FX TV. Can I you tell you just the funniest held that part? Pause I know. One I more I second. We, would, we wouldn't have had to hear you go on forever. I feel like people don't want to hear me. If you would have just <laughs> hit that space bar 30 seconds, not yeah. even 30 seconds, I'd say three seconds. Can I tell you, can Later, I tell you the best part went, of that oh, movie? No, she was talking about the series. The best part of the movie is when that guy, he was talking, and he's like, uh, the guy who uh, directed uh, the Thor movies, he's like, and then oh great d- director james gunn no it's not james gunn oh. it's it's it, he has a he's from uh, australia or or uh, uh what's colin that? hayes or whatever he, well no the new new zealand or something he's one of those but he was sitting there talking about like a very jackson his turning his turning point where he got turned into a vampire and how scary it was and then he brightens up and he says and it was Peter." The vampire's standing right right behind him, and it was that was probably one of the funniest parts in any horror movie of all time. Oh. Uh, again, a, a, a really clever, smart, laugh-out-loud, funny uh, take on this entire weird world that makes complete sense uh, <laughs> in the watching of Is that on Hulu, stuff. or? Anyway, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's, you know, gang, happy 2020. Can we just try and get through this upcoming year? Yes, I'm going to try. Uh, Amen. Keep a prayer and a thought and all that good stuff for the good people of Australia. Oh, yeah, right now they got two fired. Years ago, I called you in November when California was in flames. Yep. Yeah. Australia's in flames, and oh, my God. Um, anyway, gang, love you all madly. Um, and kisses, uh, kisses, hugs, and squeeze. Love you. Bye. No, but I'm not going to lie to you. What I mean, we're, we're talking classy horror movies. Of course, just Julia knows. She is the greatest older sister that Mikey's ever had. Yeah. So there you go. So one hundred percent, and I, I'm glad you called in. She, it makes she, me happy. It makes me happy. She, she called she in. She named all mine. Oh, really? Did she? Uh, what, Classy what was ones? The question. So, so the the question was, what was the the best uh, horror movie or album from 2019, whether it came out this year or you watched, listened to it for the first time in 2019? What's yours? <sighs> yeah, she named them all. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say my favorite movies of this year. Yeah, one hundred percent. What's that movie called? Now it's losing my... Okay. I lost it in my oh, brain. Oh, that sucks. Midsummer. 
Okay, so that's mine. That However, is a no, no, no. damn good movie. But, but okay, so I went and saw it in the theater, which was pretty good. I'm like, okay, this is good, but yeah, okay, we'll see. But then I watched the director's cut after I bought the Blu-ray. That shit is unreal. It's even re- it's, unrealer. Well, I, had, it, I mean, it's so long, so I had to take it in, in, in small bites, right? Because it's like three-something hours long or four yeah. hours long or something. So I watched it. I couldn't sit down. You went that, out for a smoke or something or a fucking <laughs> no, shit. I, no, I like, just, I mean, back to because I have to fall asleep sometimes or I have to go to work. But no, that was my favorite of 2019 that I've seen that. And I'm going to put a little asterisk on the director's cut of that. And I'm going to say, ready or not, that was a fucking fun movie. I have not seen it. So it I was can't fantastic. Say it. It's kind it. of like a clue. You oh, know, it looks funny. Ask kind of movie is but that it's the like, one is that the one with uh laurie strode she's married and, uh, she's going she's going oh no to meet it's a pretty blonde and, it's a pretty blonde yeah one. oh no i haven't seen that either uh is that ready or not I, i'm i'm no i, I think you're right no my, i think you're right in my underpants on i that. can't yeah, tell you ready or not right. yeah that's a movie uh fantastic uh my favorite albums i got mine right year. now and you know where i got mine from my 2019 i never Spotify look at that list. kind of Oh, oh, it gave it to you. That's yeah, be- right. well, the, the one you listen to the most, I'm like, you want to know what? That's probably my favorite new album because I learned about them in August. See, I listen to weird shit, so it's like, oh, your favorite album's from Kunta Kenti's. <laughs> Whoa. Digi- you know, digital brass band. Or sure. Whatever. Like, yeah, I like three songs from that album, but <laughs> fuck that. I'll go ahead and just say Idle Hands Mana is my oh, number really? one 2019. And I you love gave that, that a what? Just buy. I don't remember what I gave it, but I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't. I have not stopped listening to it. I have. They. I still continue to, especially since it's on. They're like the whole album's on my best of 2019, and I, I'll yeah. just go through that. I hear that a lot. That's my. That's my favorite album from uh, 2019, straight up. Uh, if I had to pick an album just right offhand of, of of 2019, and I'm not even sure of the years. Well, the you don't. It doesn't have to come. It doesn't have to come from 2019. Has to be the. Well, it doesn't even. The, there's the no stu- rules. The stuff. But, there's no rules, but there's. But what about the one that you learned about in 2019? Oh, jeez. I'm gonna have to think about that. All right. Well, there's a lot of more show left, so just come up with it whenever you got it. Okay. So at some point in the show, I can just say, "Hey, yes, absolutely. I thought about it." Uh, yeah, and just and just interrupt and do it. Oh, that's. Very I mean, Ricky's com- not here, so we're not going to interrupted the whole that, show. Yeah, that's. Very, that'll be the one time. So that's we'll be very fine. comforting. <laughs> I love that. All right, man. So, question for next episode. I've just been noticing a lot of people have been dying, like a lot of celebrities, horror movie celebrities, blah blah blah. Yeah, Ozzy. Osbourne. We lost Sig Hate. Ozzy Osbourne did not die, but well, uh, he almost died. They, you heard it in the news. I did not hear it. Yeah, he he died, but then they said they rebuked it and said, "Well, no, he's just okay. he's he's mummified and li- and uh, well, sure, he's been like that for twenty years. Exactly. I mean, I, I mean, I remember in high school when he came out with uh, what's that? What's the album? Uh, Mama, I'm coming home, or whatever that was called. He was yeah, already he's, mummified by then, and it was 1994. Yeah, someone had a video of him and Sharon in the car. <laughs> yeah. Don't you see he's alive? And you just see one <laughs> hand kind of lift up and move down. That's good. It's like it's like weekend at Aussies. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's perfect. Is he really alive? So I'm going to ask this question. I may have asked this before, but I but uh, I don't remember, so we're going to do it again. Who is the one guest, horror movie star, who one guest who goes to horror conventions, stuff like that, who has passed on that you would most likely, who would you have most liked to meet at a convention? Jeez, I can't even. That is a very I good I can't question. even speak right now. Call on the bone phone, 385-351-9273. 
385-351-9273. And also do me a favor, um, call in um, more of your best of 2019 stuff because I want to hear more of that. If you you know, if yeah, you're, if you're obliged to call in, do that. I'd love it. So keep keep those going, and then also we got a new one because that's what uh, that's what we do here on the Corpse Cast. Uh, Shane, what do we got right now after the outro? Let's get into some vulture industries. I'm down with that. What song you want to play? Uh, you pick something vile. There you go. Baby. All right. So here we go. We'll be right back to talk about the band. That's the question of the episode. Yeah, the question of the episode. Call the bone phone, have your say. Probably won't make you gay. Question of the episode.
If you travel through the fjords and over the mountains in Bergen, Norway, you'll see a thriving music community. That's right. They have a thriving music community. If you take some sulfur and jam it in the old black hole generator, it would spit out the substance that is tonight's avant-garde metal slash rock band. Take parts of Devin Townsend, possibly a little bit of a, a, a splash of Faith No More. Oh my, I have that, I have that. A little bit of the cult. Mm-hmm. And a dash of Oingo Boingo's you Danny just ru- You just ruined my whole, my whole thing I was about to say. You might be close to the band we are talking about tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, Vulture Industries. You can like them on Facebook. And, huh, funny enough, you can like them on May- MySpace. MySpace.com slash Vulture Industries. Official band camp. This is where I would suggest to go vultureindustries.bandcamp.com official website vulture-industries.com no twitter no uh instagram uh i would say their label seasons uh seasons of mist they do have a facebook because i just liked them yeah they've got a facebook which i said right there like them on facebook but they don't have instagramsy and twittersies Stranger Times, released September 2017, nine tracks, 45 minutes on Seasons of Mist Records. Other bands on Seasons of Mist Records, Mayhem. Oh, no shit. Cannabis Corpse. I always giggle when I hear that name. Cannabis Corpse. That's See, now, now if I brought Cannabis Corpse to the podcast, you go, <laughs> See, there's your answer no, no, right I've away. I've never listened to their music because their name is Cannabis Corpse. If I, I've never if, listened to the music because their name, because their name go. is Cannabis ladies, Corpse. But the thing is, is, if I had to, if I had to listen to it five times, I would, and then I'd give you my my opinion based off that, not off their stupid uh-huh. ass name. Uh huh. Yep. Rotting Christ. I saw them. Good. Great. There you go. Yeah. Uh and a great fucking band that I love. Hamed. Would never go over good on this podcast. The Lion's Daughter. Oh, okay. I like how you assume a lot. And the Jerry Lewis. And let's see if you get this. <laughs> okay. The Jerry Lewis of all black metal. Who is it? Um, Beezlebubs? No. Um, no. Even No. The Jerry Lewis of all black metal bands. Oh, you're Who talking Burtsum. No. Oh, what are you talking about then? A boss. Oh, that hurts. That hurts my feelings. That hurts my feelings. He is the goddamn Jerry. That hurts my feelings, man. He is a serious dude all the time. He's God. He's never. He's never dressed up like a Chinese guy. I watch He's never done that. I enjoy watching his. Who doesn't? Also, his goof. His. uh, Yeah, he's like in me. He's like in every like black metal meme ever. I love it. About. I like his music though. Get off. Oh yeah, it's about. It's good. It's good. It's good. He even says that. No, it's not about. It's about. <laughs> well, that's how. That's what Jerry Lewis would say. No, Jerry Lewis would say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, what do you think of this band? Okay. So, first of all, I want to say that it took me probably three listens all the way through to kind of get understand this band. 
All right. Because, you know, you listen to them the first time. Layers. Yeah, and the first time I'm like, okay, I like them. They... They kind of like I don't know. They they seem to have like a kind of like like you were saying an Oingo Boingo slash Faith No More. Maybe not. I mean, some of their music sounds like it, but I feel like it's I mean, more. Of I hate to say Faith No More. <laughs> no, but there not was not at all. But there's this. There's a no, there's a, a couple. Tw- there's a weirdness. Then, then that's of what I mean. Faith No More. Well, and that's what I mean because Oingo Boingo and Faith No More. I, like I said, I don't think they sound like them necessarily, but they kind of have the same thing going for them. Where it's like we're quirky, we're kind of wild. We're going to be like serious and funny and sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a weird thing. No. um, So I'm getting into the fourth and fifth and the sixth and seventh. Listen to, I mean, it's only 45 minutes long and I'm really starting to get these. You go on four, five, six. No, I I ended up really enjoying this band. It's like, I mean, Ricky might be in the hospital right now. He might. He he has a stomach bug. Seven, eight, nine and ten. And now he's dead. My God. (laughs) Can, can a man even do that? Can they listen to it more they than suck three so times? Bad, I, I'm in the hospital. <laughs> no, I actually ended up really liking this. They they have a lot of. It's hard to compare how they sound to much of anybody, in my yeah. opinion. Um, some of my favorites is a world burn stranger, something vile, my body, my blood, gentle touch of a killer, midnight draws near. And, yeah, but the thing is, is like th- listening to this album. It's every. You don't listen to a ton of albums that don't sound like anybody else anymore. And these guys do and they not feel like sound like anyone That's else. what I'm saying. And it's just like, so you listen to these guys, and maybe it, it takes your brain a minute to adjust to what they're doing and whatever. Yeah. But the thing is, is once it adjusts, I really enjoyed these guys. I don't, I mean, it's weird that, I mean, they, they call them like, uh, like I've heard prog, progressive, avant-garde. I've heard of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't, like, th- I don't think they're progressive. I mean, I do think they're progressive metal only in when you're listening to what each person is playing. Sure. It's not so much. Bonk, dang, no, but it, no, it's, it's dun, not dun, dun, like, dun. yes, it's not like Opeth's new stuff. It's not like any of that stuff. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, it's just kind of like a flow. But they kind of are on doing their own thing. Uh, sounding like, like I said, like nobody else. Um, and once it, once the uh, flip switched in my brain, I enjoyed the shit out of this album. Yeah. Yeah. What do you give it? What do you, um, I mean, what I give, you no, I give it a buy. I, I mean, and in the, in the, in the fact of the matter is, I even looked up uh, where you can buy some uh, a vinyl of this band, and I had a hard time. Yeah, that. it's hard to hard find because that. there's that whole fucking uh, difference between euros and bullshit. <laughs> no, they have a website. They got, they got a lot of videos on there. Um, also, I feel like I don't. I don't, obviously there's a lot of bands that we do on the podcast that aren't trying to make a billion dollars, like playing music to like, like, listen, you know what I'm going to in May or is it March? I can't remember, but I'm going to go see a band called Black Veil Brides. I'm taking my daughter mm. and some of her friends. Right. Right. And it's like, I've been listening to them and it's like, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like kitty music. I mean, it's like heavy metal for, for 14 or for 16 year olds, which my daughter is 16 and she's a girl who probably will like this. But you can tell that they're going to try to make some GD money, you know? Yeah. Like, we're going to play this. We're going to look this way. We're going to do this. Exactly. It's like Motley Crue. Exactly. Early on, like Shout of the Devil, they look exactly like Black hair, black hair, black hair, blonde hair. Yeah. These guys are not trying to go out there for your dollars, folks. They want to express themselves artistically. And that's a problem. A lot of people are like, when they're like, oh... Spotify, you should buy their stuff, blah, blah, blah. But the problem is I've never bought any of their guys' stuff, and they, they're still around, and I'm still getting the art. People do art for heart. Can I, can yeah. I, can I tee in that? Art. You're <laughs> trademarking They do art for heart. Hashtag it. Art, art for, for heart. heart. They do it for that reason. 
They probably have day jobs. I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me. But the thing is, is would it be great to cut for these guys to come by Salt Lake and get a giant bear hug for Mike Canaver? I would love to do that. Yeah. These guys are magnetic, eerie. Mm. Songs are great and creative. No standard uh, songwriting style. No, absolutely not. There's no verse, chorus, bridge to these guys. And maybe that's why they put them in the avant-garde or slash progressive All stuff. of their music is top-notch. I love the singer's mani- maniacal sound. And that's I feel like that's where the Oingo Boingo reference, he doesn't sound like Danny Elfman. No, but they kind of have the same that. craziness. They kind of have the same like I feel like they both like walk around with their eyes a little bit wider than normal. Nineteen thirties carnival fucking yep. carnies. Yep. Bioshock the game. Remember the Bioshock yes, I game do. where it was like that's the band that is playing when the fucking place is being flooded. That's just that's not real. That's not real, is it? I mean, they, is there a Vulture Industries on that, or are you just saying? No, that's I'm what just it's saying like? okay, that is that, and that's gotcha, interesting gotcha, gotcha. too. No, because I know exactly what you're talking. about. Because that might be like something. I mean, it's not there, but right. that is something gotcha. that sounds like it's in Bioshock. Agreed. Um, I think this is a, a band to watch. I think they are fantastic from beginning to end. You can hear every instrument, every note being performed. The sound of this album, it's it. This is the band to watch for 2020. Oh, all right, because they just uh, put out a single, and maybe they're putting out a new one. And they, this is like their third studio album, and they have sixteen thousand. Listen to that number, sixteen thousand followers. That's not very many when on it comes Spotify. to Spotify, though. And it is unbelievable to me to listen to this music mm-hmm. and go. There isn't a bigger plug to that. Exactly. These guys should be on tour with Ghost or some bigger fucking band out Better there. Better than uh, the shirt you're wearing, Twin Temple. Jeez, That's for why sure. Why are you going to pick on my fucking No, t-shirt? your shirt is beautiful, but a band I don't care for. Uh, I, 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 I love these guys. I think they are fantastic. I say fire it up. Blah, 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 blah. No way. I'm giving this a bone saw. I'm giving all their albums. They've got an album called The Tower, and they've got one called The Malefactor. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. The Malefactors. Uh, uh, let me look. It's called The Tower, The Malefactor's Bloody Register, and, and Dystopia Journals. You put these guys on. Trust me, people. Put these guys on shuffle and listen to the beautiful, uh, bizarre creepiness that they deliver because they are a band to watch. And I am telling you, they are fan tits-tastic. <laughs> it's a bone saw. Awesome. That's cool. And That's cool. That's cool. on top of that, the artwork for every one of their albums, amazing. I didn't, I didn't look Everything into that about much. these guys is, I don't know if it's cleverly done or it's just, but they are absolutely Images, so here we Fantastic. go. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. No, I'm I'm get, this I'm is a 2020 bango. The, you know what? First out, first episode, first bone saw of the year, Vulture Industries. Yeah. How about that? How about that? I did not see that coming. Uh, it is so good. And you set, you put those earbo- earbuds in, Yeah. those earbones in, and you listen to this album from beginning to end, or any I, I, I say listen to any <laughs> album and be excited. Or you could call 385-351-9273 and tell me, Shane, you're fucking dumb. 
No, I don't think you're dumb, Shane. But I give it the bone. That was the best. That was my best uh, chainsaw. It was more me purring. Speaking of purring, that's what we're talking about next. Some sleepwalker shit. But what do we got before that, Shane? We got some trivia. What's it about? It's about your mom's tits. Wow. Just so you know, this trivia is a little special because it's the first time that I haven't had my stalwart Ricky with me helping me out. Sorry. That's right. Sorry that was a joke because Ricky never helps anyway. He sucks at everything trivia-wise. Are you ready, by the way? But he's still your stalwart. Well, no. Right? He, he Well, like emotional support, stuff like that. Is, I mean, he I mean, looks at you of, and he, he says, hey, He looks at me with those eyes like, can you get this, Michael? You can do it. I don't even know if you're ready. I just wanted to tell that quick joke before we're ready. So I'll entertain the people. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, then go. Good. I didn't have to tell a joke. Oh, yeah. If you've got a joke on hand. No, I was about to ask Alaska. Alexa. Alaska. Alaska, Alexa, are you hearing him call you Alaska? I'm cheating what on my Alexa. What a punk ass bitch. <laughs> okay. Here we go. How about that, Clovis? Let's talk about cats and Okay. Horror. All right. Let's okay. talk about cats. Cats and horror. Okay. Cats and horror. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Okay. <laughs> Clovis, get that bad guy. <laughs> Clovis, get that motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> right. Get that motherfucker. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Shout outs to Pet Cemetery, Cat's Eye, Tales from the Dark Side, Cat People, oh. Coraline, and Willard. So none of those. None of those are shout outs. I will see then. To cats in horror. IMDB gives us a 5.9. A hot young nurse who is way out of her element realizes she is in for a world of shit when she finds out, when she finds what looks to be a diary. Okay. Wait, you didn't even tell me the year. Of course I did. Oh, okay. That's part of the plan. So there's a nurse who finds a diary out of her... A hot young nurse who is way out of her element realizes she is in for a world of shit when she finds what looks to be a diary as Mar, the black cat... Possibly named after Johnny Marr of the Smiths. Okay. We will never know. Squails. Squails with a loud noise. Mm-hmm. And jumps over her hands into the arms of a young Asian boy. She falls back, <laughs> almost shitting in her, Victor- probably Victoria's <laughs> Secret, Blue Bella Nikita Thong oh panties. Gosh. Okay, okay, okay. What was... What was that movie? Oh, my gosh. You're not going to give me a year, because I usually need a year to, to get my bearings. I do have a year do, here. Do, just give it to me. 2004. 2004. There's a... Ki- oh. Cat Mar. The name is Cat the, the Cat Mar. And see, I threw in the joke because I'm a fan of the Smiths. Uh, so, Johnny Mar is the guitar player for, for that. Is it... Um, is it uh, May? Is that your final That's answer? That's my final answer. I'm sorry, sir. Oh, what is wrong. it? What it's is the it? grudge. Oh, my crike. A hot young nurse who is way out of her element realizes she is in for a world of she shit. She wasn't a nurse, necessarily. She was a caregiver. Okay. It's okay. I, I'm 0-1. You're taking the you're taking I'm 0-1. I'm 0-1. Here's O-in-one. the fun nugget. The character of Toshio <coughs> is almost I would have loved to hear that Toshio name. 
almost always found with his cat. In real life, the boy who plays Toshio, Yayuki Ozeki. I could have used the Japanese names, Yayuki man. Yayuki Ozeki was terrified of cats. He was terrified How? of cats. He hated fucking cats, bro. <laughs> was she a sleepwalker? Toshio, his pet cat goes unnamed. Oh, this is very interesting. Okay. Unnamed in the, in the original film. No, you film. know what? I should have got However, this. You're right, you're right. I should have got this. Uh, and viewers refer to his cat in this film as Mar, as that it was because that's the name of the Japanese version. Oh my gosh! All right, that's, okay, I took it's a kind dump. Of fun I took when a I dump. look back at these trivia questions, uh. I do. I kind of go, "That's interesting." <laughs> I did not know that, even though I wrote that down. I right? wow, <laughs> that, that's a, that really zinged me there. <laughs> it did. It got me. Number um, two. Next time, if it's a Japanese movie, say a name. Sombakatagi. Yeah, do that. Do that, and it'll help. Uh, number two, IMDb gives this a 7.0. Cats are half in and half out of this world. With his feet in water and a very sexy Rachel Weiss. Rachel waiting, Weiss. Okay. Weiss waiting outside her apartment. Time stops and time stands still. He cradles a cat on his lap. Okay, I know. Okay. deep into his eyes. Okay. A journey to hell. For a visit with some old friends or foes. Okay. What's the name of that movie? Constantine. Turn up the radio. That's right. Fun nugget here. Milk. Ooh, this is very good fun nuggets. Man, you guys are getting in on the the ground level of this. On the dirty deeds. Uh, Mel Gibson and Kevin Spacey were considered to star as John Constantine. Interesting that Mel Gibson and, and the, the and pedophile the film includes. He, well, he wasn't convicted of that. He wasn't even charged. He wasn't even accused at that point. He wasn't accused, but he also was just like. And didn't that guy, that young man, come out and go? Yeah, it's kind of far fetched, but um, no, Michael Jackson. Kevin Spacey. Innocent, but Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey was standing against the uh, fireplace and said, "How would you like some juicy?" cock in your ass how many times have you said that to someone without having to go to jail and get uh embarrassed i said i'm not i'm not i'm not sticking up for well, i'm gonna say zero I was just asking. because i it's one of my fantasies well to stand also next to i don't stand next to very many fireplaces at any point ever so but it was a like fire that's... fireplace in his apartment uh what and an, really like I haven't stood next to a fireplace. I don't know. You keep looking around, time. like, oh, duh. No, I was like, you, I don't, I don't. Aren't you? I used to have fireplaces, you know but I don't, I don't anymore. So it's like I don't even understand. Oh, you're trying to reference a 50, 50 Cent song? No, I'm not. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mel Gibson and Kevin Spacey. They are both too old for that. Do you suppose? We're considered to star as John Constantine. Oh. And the film is included on the, oh, this, this really, this will grind your gears. Okay, I guess. On the film critics, Roger Ebert's most hated. First of all, Roger Ebert hated Friday the 13th, one of the greatest movies of all time. Other, hated, one, other hated horror movies on his list. Let's hear. Cat People. Yeah, F them. 13 Ghosts. Oh, F that guy. That was okay. Halloween three, uh, okay. Halloween two, uh, no, he sucks. The Devil's Reign. Do you know what the worst part of Critters Constantine two. was? Do you, oh, that's wow. He's and a the dick. worst of them all. He's just a dick. What? You know when he's wrong is when you say he, flash dance. 
is the oh, worst man. movie ever. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Can I tell you the worst uh, part Fuck of Fuck you and your flabby jaw. Wow. Not, he I, lost his whole jaw. And, 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 there's only so far you want no, to go with I'm a jerk. I'm sorry face. about that. So the worst part in Constantine, you realize, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the lead singer of Bush, right? Oh, and yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yes. He's kind of a handsome guy, and he was like a demon or something. He goes, he looks George at, Bush. It was George What's Bush. The lead singer of, of Bush is George Bush. He looked at me and goes, it's finger looking good, or something like that. And oh, I'm yeah, like, oh, like my that gosh, that is awful. That's awful. That's anyway, why you don't let that guy be in movies. You let him write shitty fucking songs I agree. that don't hey, go anywhere. You know, how many, you know how much glycerin did for my well-being back in the old days? Okay, it was fine. Let's give the guy a pass. Let's give him a movie. Oh, yeah, you suck at that, too. All right. <laughs> Fuck you and the 90s. Bye. Wow. Wow. wow, wow. Okay, but I'm one for once. Or one what and, was one his and name, one. though? That's kind of free. He, uh, he was married to the beautiful, delicious, delectable. Something, something, spider No webs, doubt, dig it, dig it. Yeah. It's funny because I, I shouldn't know. You know what? I'm going to Google it. Is that okay? I'm Her just, name is, oh, Gwen Stefani. And his name is? The loser that got the bad end of the deal. <laughs> Did they have kids together? Gavin Rossdale. I don't know. Gavin Rossdale. How am I supposed? I don't watch I like TMZ. Come on, I like that guy. Could be in a dick. His finger on looking good. Number three. Here we go. IMDb gives this a seven point. So you're one and one. I'm one and one. I IMDb gives this a seven point two. Rufus, where's Rufus? Well, turns out he suffocated. He was digging through the garbage, got his head stuck in a jar. He didn't want to stink up the place. Wow. So he stuck him in the refrigerator. Don't worry. The doctor has plans to bring him back. <laughs> do you know what? I feel like I do. What is it? Is it a reanimator? Turn up the radio. That's right. Here's a fun, actual fun nugget for this. All right. An actual dead cat was used what? for the scene with Rufus in the fridge. Did they bring him back? And here's the best part. In real life? Of course they did. Good. Yeah, he's living out in fucking Mulholland Drive. <laughs> uh, and Barb Barbara Crampton did all of her own screaming. Oh. He, she screamed. She did all film. of her uh, screaming while there was a head between that spot? It just says Barbara Crampton does all her own. She's a screen queen. She's in the a, film. She's she's like she's a stalwart of the I genre. I will not, you know, I, I that's all I've got here. All it's right. it's all in the notes. I don't know. <laughs> all right. The the head chomping in her giner. I don't know. Oh my goodness! I was trying to be cool about it, but you just said that straight up. Let's go. Chomping in her giner. Yeah, that's weird. It's a great. Uh, that's 90s a great band, band name. Yeah, chomping in the giner. That's a Limp Biscuit song. Yeah. Jumping, jumping, jumping in the giant up. All right. So that was the best I could do. That was sorry. Two and one. Two and one. one. That's the best. I I feel ashamed for just saying that. Number four. IMDb gives this an oh, this is a big score. 8.4. A beautiful cat is spooked. And when they go on the hunt for it, it's smart. It's hiding. Thank God an old scrappy, skinny white man comes looking. He gets eaten alive while Jonesy looks on without a care in the world. Huh. Humans. Humans. I know that. I know this movie. What is it? Based off, solely based off the name. 
It's got to be Alien. Turn up the radio. Jonesy. And I debated back and forth putting cat names in. I was like, man, you know, what? Because you could have just described 18 million movies, skinny white guys, blah, blah, blah. But you said Jonesy. And I saw Sigourney Weaver's big jaw mouth say Jonesy. No. Well, I was talking about uh, that old guy. I know who you're talking about now. But I can see the resemblance between Sigourney Reaver and, uh, what's her name, Reaver? <coughs> no, Weaver, but the thing is, is Sigourney no. Reaver and- If you uh, didn't say the name, I'd be dead. <laughs> what's that old guy's name? Oh, don't, don't that you old dare. Don't you the, dare. He was the dad in Molly Ringwald. Uh, don't, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna help you right now. <laughs> she was in that, he, he was the dad in that. What? <laughs> You know, it's like, what are you? You? Why are you hanging out with that fucking asshole? You should stay here. Oh in my gosh! Town. No, no, in Footloose. No, it wasn't Footloose. Good, I said. Molly that. Ringwald, Ducky was there, and Dad. Oh. That's the guy. What's his name? I'm telling you, I don't know. I Tandy. I, I want to say Tandy. So all something. that laughing I just did was, I was wrong. I thought you were doing. She had Ducky up there. Dad, don't worry. Ducky ain't fucking doing jack shit up here. <laughs> all right, all right, he was remember. the drunk guy, remember? Jeez. I don't watch those name? movies. You never saw bullshit. What never saw I'm what? I'm calling never fucking saw what? bullshit. You can't even tell me the movie. How am the, I supposed to know if I've seen it if you can't even tell me what it 16 is? 16 Candles? No, I saw that when I was younger than 16. Breaking uh what's because it called? Breaking Breaking Candles, what's it called? 16 Breakfast Candles Club? had like Oh no, I haven't seen Breakfast Club in a bullshit, long time. Liar. In a long time. I hate that. I don't like. You that. don't like the 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 movies that guy made. No, because what's his name? Who became like a? a, a he started crying in that, and Jeez. I'm just like, what a what a what joke. A, whatever, bro. What a joke. Oh, I don't like those fucking movies, man. Sorry, it just wasn't my. I thing. remember sixteen. I remember one scene from Sixteen Candles very vividly. However, I never watched The Breakfast Club all the way through because I can't handle it. It's too emotional to me. I don't. I'm not trying to cry, man. I ain't trying to cry at movies. Why are you giving me a hard time? I'm a big strong man. You're not trying to cry at movies. Yeah. What they're not, they're not, it's not fucking on Golden Pond. Don't even talk to me about that movie. Do you know On Golden Pond? Nope. Have you ever seen the movie On Golden Pond I don't with think Jane so. Fonda, Henry Fonda, and, uh, all right. Whatever. I don't know. Let's move on. I'm three and one. Let's go. Fun nugget here. To get, ooh, this is very good. To get Jonesy the cat to react fearfully to the descending alien. A German shepherd was placed in front. No kidding. Of him. With, oh, very fucking good. Very, with a screen between the two. Uh, that's clever. Mm-hmm. They so even knew how to do wait that a minute, in 79. Wait a minute. So you've got a cat. You have a screen up, but you've got the German shepherd on the other side. That's so how, that's how cat, Indiana Jones could fight cobras. Right. So the cat wouldn't see it at first. <gasps> Uh, the what? screen was then suddenly removed to make Jonesy stop advancing. Oh, okay. I've got it. So what they did. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> freaking out. How do we get the cat to get it, get the fuck out of here? Uh, lift it up and let the German shepherd at it. Oh, wow. Okay. And That's different than and, Indiana and Jones. It, and it clearly says right here in my notes, stopped advancing and started hissing. Cool. So there it is. All right. All right well, here we go. Number five. Number so five. You're, you're, I win. I already won. It's three and one, but I'm sad that I missed the first one. But here we go. Wait a minute. I got to go back to these notes. Yeah, you won that. Yeah. Is there a... You know what? What? 
There's a one, two, three. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You're taking a recount right now. It's a first Jesus recount on the corpse cast. Christ. That's the first recount. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, he won. Oh, All right. So okay, here's one more, the number one more. four. Okay. Number five. I mean, I kept... Well, what happened was I'm using my phone here, and I was spinning. You know, my thumb was spinning past that, that fourth question. Gotcha. And I was like, Jesus. Oh, so you missed one. You got to go back now. So I had to look. Gotcha. I had to sc- slowly scroll. You know what? Professional you podcasters, know, like you do we, when you're like, we figure shit out and we go back. I want to see a little bit of the panties or whatever, you know, whatever you're looking at. Like, oh, I want to see a little bit of Luigi or Pokemon shit I don't or understand. whatever you're looking yeah. at. You're like, damn, this I want to see a little things. bit of that. IMDb gives this uh, number five question, by the way. Okay. 7.6. Here, kitty, kitty, you'd think... You were watching a Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive mm. movie when the ATM tells this nutcase to feed the kitty that happens to be at his feet. Yeah, to, it does seem like Maximum Overdrive, right? To the ATM machine. Yeah. An old lady says, oh my God, what are you doing? Stop that. Well, that's when he takes a nine millimeter... And shoots her right in the titties. Who does? Is this a movie where you're making... And ma- then he runs away. Is this a movie you're making up right no, now? No, this is real. There's a cat that says... Or is it real? Oh. IMDb 7.6. Is Here, this kitty, a, kitty. Is this kill... Uh, what is it? Uh, chopping Mall. No, it's... Uh, it, what? Uh, no, my friend. Keep going. I didn't... That wasn't my final answer. Help me out here. Keep going. Well, that's all I've got for you. Oh my God. That's all I've got. For Say it one more time. Line. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. IMDb gives us a 7.6. That's high. Here, kitty, Dude, You kitty, never gave kitty. me a year. You never gave me a year, by the way. Yeah, I didn't write one down for this. Interesting. Here, kitty, kitty. You'd think you were watching a Stephen King, one of his terrible movies, made for right? TV movies. right. Like maximum, well, maximum overdrive. That wasn't made was for TV. Enjoyable. Some of them were made for TV, who are bad, and I'm about to talk about some of those. Uh what was that one called? The Ragaruck or whatever. No, the, the uh, No, that Stephen. It was the that one where they were on the plant. The, the Langoliers. Yeah, that was bad. Terrible, news. Bad dude. news. Bad news. Really, Stephen King? You're terrible. Little Sorry. Pac-Man's little early '90s CG Pac-Man's. Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive, when the ATM tells this nutcase to feed the kitty. That's what happens to be, that what ha- the, the, the kitty is at his feet. I don't think I know ATM. this. I might as well take the deuce. Because- the old lady says, oh my God, what are you doing? Stop that. Hmm. Well, that's when I'm- he takes a nine millimeter and shoots her right in the titties. I don't know this. I don't know this at all. You've never seen this. I don't. Before. I don't know. Maybe I have, but I can't. Re- I can't recall. American Psycho. Remember when? When he's I've seen jamming, this very many times. But remember when he's jamming the kitty into the? He picks up the kitty and she goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's trying to put it in the ATM. He shoots her in the titties. He shot her right in the tits. Mm, interesting. Right in the old jump. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've seen that movie a bunch of times. I still don't. Remember that uh, scene? So I'm terrible. I but I still Jesus. win. Here's the fun nugget on that. Uh, Luis Carruthers, Gene, and that little sweet dear kitten, uh-huh. whom is 
you know, I'm sure you're happy to know, is still alive today. Dude, no, I love kitties. I mean, I mean are the only know. ones that 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 escaped. Jay, uh, what's his name? Jason Colin Bateman's. <laughs> Jason Bateman's. Patrick I always, ba- I always. Pat- it's Jason. Patrick Bateman. It's Patrick, always, Bateman. Patrick Bateman. I always go to Jason Bateman's because let's face it, he's a creepy motherfucker. Oh, he's all right. He's all right. Jason Bateman's uh, attempts at murder <laughs> through the movie. Patrick Bateman. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm saying with Jason. Bateman. Okay, he's a creepy right, son right, of a right, bitch. Right, right. You see him. In, that's why they cast him in all those movies. Yeah, Christopher Christian Bale. Yeah, but it's, no, I'm saying Jason Bateman. Name a cre- name a creepy role he's played, dude. The Outsiders. He's coming up on it on HBO. The Outsiders, uh, like from 1981. Yeah, Welcome to My World. Okay, Johnny Depp. Ex- oh, the second time tonight. Johnny Depp expressed some interest in playing the role. Jason Bateman. Uh, of Jason Bateman in this movie. <laughs> Christian Bale, oh, this is very disturbing to Okay. Me. But it, it rings true of Christian Bale. It rings true. Christian Bale underwent extensive dental work in order to play to those giant the character of, of Jason Bateman. Patrick Bateman. I'm changing it. Okay. Of uh, Patrick Bateman. Did you changed. say Patrick Basement? All right, here we go. Sorry. It is unclear. Now, here's the weird part. <laughs> okay. And they could be outside of this whole they conversation. Could a, they huh? could make a Netflix uh, situation out of this. Uh-huh. It is unclear whether uh, Patrick Bateman uh, or what's his face? What's his Christian name? Bale? Christian Bale underwent the uh, teeth surgery, <laughs> the dental surgery, the dental surgery yeah. or not. Oh, under the directors uh, instructed to do so by the director. Oh, That's weird. Knows. He, you know what? That guy's gained a hundred pounds. He's lost a hundred pounds. My mouth he got all frothy when I was talking I, about dental shit. I'm literally you know I looking like, at that right now. And you saw some frothing. shit in the corner of your. Good. Not really. I, I was effing up. I was effing with you. Uh, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> it is unclear whether or not. Here's what I wrote down for you know just to have it have it in the Sorry. database. Sorry. Okay. Just to have it <laughs> down the database. <laughs> it is okay. unclear okay. whether <laughs> or not. This was a personal choice or, or whether he was instructed to do so by the director. Gotcha. Gotcha. gotcha weird. Gotcha. That is weird. That's weird. Do you know what else is weird? What? The movie Sleepwalkers, which we're about to talk about right after you listen to this trailer. Zow. Charles Brady is new in town. You could actually talk to him? Yeah, he's nice. Real nice. The girls all like him. The teachers all respect him. Your teachers in Ohio must have been sorry to lose such a creative young man. The parents all trust him. He's utterly charming. But nobody really knows him. Like his mother. Cannot be in love with this girl, Charles. You don't know me, Tanya. But I want to. Behind their smile is a secret. Hi. Come in, Tanya. I have something for you. I don't know who you are, but I know you're not who you say you are. Behind the secret is a hunger. Does it have to be her? And behind it all is the imagination of Stephen King. Help 
killed one of my men. He was scared of a cat. All right, you guys just heard the trailer for Sleepwalkers from 1992. IMDb gives us a 5.3. <clears throat> pardon me. <coughs> Double That's pardon solid. Me. That's solid. Five, it's pretty three. good. 5.3 is a pretty solid movie. I mean, like I said, I watch anything above 3.0. So, I mean, that's this is, this is about average. 5.3. Uh, it was directed by a guy named Mick Garris. Now, okay, let's talk about Mick Garris for a minute, okay? He has 32 directing credits, lots of TV mini miniseries, lots of Stephen King TV miniseries. Uh-huh. The yeah. Shining Terrible. from 1997, Quicksilver Highway, The Stand from 1994. However, he did do, uh, he started up the Masters of Horror. He organized the whole thing. Oh. Uh, Masters of Horror was a, it was a Showtime TV series, basically a ton of the quote-unquote Masters of Horror directed an episode, including... Toby Hooper, Wes Craven, John Landis, yes. Takashi Miike, John Carpenter, Larry Cohen, Don Coscarelli, Joe Dante, <coughs> Dario yes. Argento, stuff like that. Yeah. So even though I may not be the biggest fan of the movies that he's actually directed, he said he did a lot of he's he's a big horror guy. He does a podcast called uh, Postmortem right now, and it's actually really good because he, he he has a I mean he's got the sway in Hollywood to have like all the big names come on his show and they just talk about Oh really? Like he and in fact that's the uh I was listening to his Hold on, show. I'm using a, a a pad and a small pencil to write this down. Now what's the name of the podcast? Postmortem with Mick Garris. He on the Fangoria Modern podcast. Post postmortem. Oh, it's not a. It's like a. It's not. It's like a after modem. death. It's postmortem. Oh, gotcha. Okay. In fact, I was listening to one of his episodes with uh, Elvira Cassandra uh, Peterson. Love her. And that's where I learned that she actually dated Elvis. Really? Is that serious? But I can't help falling in love with you. Did she date him for like what, two days? I feel like he was Elvis a lot older than her. Date anyone? Yeah, but he gave her a lot of insight into the business stuff like that. And good for Elvis. He was an older guy at the point. Oh, Elvis gave her insight. Yeah, and, and like I heard all about it on, on that podcast. Here's what you want to do. A one, two, three. Don't get fucked up with the drugs and all that stuff. Well, I just made up that song, by tits. Get your big juicy tits out. Put on a wig. He also, uh, uh, Mick Garris also directed Critters 2, Psycho 4. Uh, but you know what? Okay, Ooh, so, so here's Critters something two, interesting. That was one of those movies that uh, was good, actually. Uh, uh, that uh, Richard, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, uh, jaw guy, uh, the the uh, the big uh, jaw the, guy, the, 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 the critic. Oh yeah, Richard yeah. Albert. Uh, yeah, what's yeah, his name? Uh, you Richard just said Ebert. It. They, they, uh, they Roger Ebert. Yeah, but, said it was terrible. But here, so, well, who yeah, am I, because that was the who one. Who am I to believe here? <laughs> that that was the one where they went to the uh, like the carnival, and right. then the critters got in the carnival. And that was actually a really good one, in my opinion. Okay, here's that's a little nugget for you. This was written by Stephen King. Oh, it was the first time he ever wrote a screenplay meant for the screen first, 
as opposed to adapting one from his previous oh, works. Oh, fancy lad. I, so, yeah, that this is the first one. Uh, and I've got some things to talk about that as well. This so one, instead of Stephen King thinking about his novels, this is what I am. I'm a writer. I like to nestle my nose down into the pages. Yes. And pencil or type. He wrote the screenplay story. First. He goes. I'm thinking about the I'm not sure if that's movies. a I feel I'm like that's how he talks. Movies, when he's by himself, he does a lot of mouth breathing, I feel like. Oh yeah. He's oh, like he's a, a weird looking dude. Like and he, it's a good thing he's famous and a good writer, or else that dude never and he, got anything. And he looks at his peener when he's jacking. Who doesn't look at their peener? No. Oh, when you're jacking straight it in the eye when you're like, yeah. I mean, you do that once or twice. I mean, you gotta look to see when how you're it's jacking doing. to go, geez, you gotta how look does down. that come out of there? How you doing, little boy? Okay, you're doing fine. Let's look back at the screen. But if you spend every day doing it, geez. That's you turn into you turn into Stephen King. This movie starred Brian Krause as Charles Brady, Alice Kriege. By the way, we'll talk about Alice Kriege by or Krieg or whatever. We'll we'll talk about her in a minute. Is that the that's the mother, sexy lady? Yeah, yeah. As Mary Brady, Matchkin Amik is Tanya Robertson. She was in uh, uh, Twin Peaks and all that, but she was also in this. Love Lyman her. Ward is Donald Robertson. Cindy Pickett is Helen Robertson, and Ron Perlman is Captain Soames. Ron, yeah, Ron Perlman. Looks way less weird as an old guy compared to how he looked back in these old days. Like I, I've been watching Sons of Anarchy, he looks way not weird. It was fucking weird just to see him shoot up because I don't, re- I, I don't ever remember him being in this. So when he like loses his fingers or whatever, I was like, my God, that is fucking Ron Perlman. Exactly, right there. he's a weird looking dude, but he's done a good job. You know my favorite thing well, about Well, you know, people don't like to be called weird looking. He's weird look. It's okay. You know, I, I'm Ron Perlman. You know, Rocky Dennis doesn't like to be called a weirdo, I weird, mean, weird looking geez, person. Jeez, bro. Are you are you telling me that I'm the kind of guy that would tell Rocky Dennis he looks weird? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm the kind yeah, of guy I'm that would tell feel- Ron Perlman he looks weird, not yeah. Rocky Dennis. That's rude. All right. Well, I'm just saying. There's also a ton of cameos in this as well. Stephen King is a cemetery caretaker. Always. John Likes Landis. Likes to put his dirty oh, ass of course. In he's in every, He's terrible. Everything. It was very distracting. Uh, John Landis, where, American Werewolf in London, in blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Yeah, I know what House. he looks like. Who is he? Lab technician Joe Dante is a lab assistant. Clive Barker is a forensic tech. Toby Hooper what? is a forensic tech. And what? Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker Hamill. himself, in the very first scene, Mark Hamill was in that. He was the guy with the mustache, the cop. Sheriff Jenkins. No shit. Yes, I looked shit. at him. The one that was acting like real dickish. Like, geez, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, in the here. very first scene in Bodega Bay, California. Oh, well. well I just I just dead. blew your mind. You just blew my load. Oh, I that's different than blowing your mind, dude. Let's let's keep that to ourselves, shall we? All right, the plot. Sleepwalker dash noun dash nomadic shape shifting creatures with human feline origins. Vulnerable to the deadly scratch of a cat, which I spelled with a K for some reason. The sleepwalker feeds upon the life force of virginal human females, probable source of the vampire legend. This was from the Chilicoate Encyclopedia of Arcane Knowledge, first edition, 1884. Oh my God. Well, it just so happens that Charles Brady and his mother Mary are these sleepwalkers. We've known that from the very beginning. Yeah. They've been alive for centuries. They have the power of shape-shifting, telekinesis, and illusion. And they just moved into a small town looking for hot young virgins to steal the life essence as their sustenance. Charles is a handsome, charming high school student. As, and, and as a new boy in town, the chicks love him. 
He's got his eye on one lady, however, Tanya Robertson, is a pretty virginal high school student with her whole life ahead of her. She actually falls in love with Charles in her creative writing class when he spins this deep, dark yarn about cat humans who have lived for centuries. So just when you think that Charles is just some regular high school student with his eyes on the local beauty, he makes out with his mother and they go bone in the purple haze of light of their house, which was really yeah. fudging weird, right? This is a very incestuous thing. And I'm not saying, I mean. If and- anyone watched that and doesn't go kind of get a little excited by no. it. Bro, 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 bro. No, bro, but bro, I'm bro. saying you're not going, oh my God. It's his mom and sister. It it's his mom and and you know. But I'm but I'm saying. So they're, you they're like you like the uh, incestual porn saying, shit, like stepbrother I'm, shit. No, and stuff I'm just like that. saying they're very attractive together. No, they and are. Plus, going, Alice Creech is probably an unheralded beauty, uh, especially back in the. She was gorgeous. She was like. See, uh, nobody likes. She's kind of weird that. looking. That's she's kind of weird the, looking. The no no, where you're like Jesus. I'm watching this. No, and I mean they're, nobody they're wants dancing to fuck their mom. In, they're dancing in the in, in nobody the. Nobody uh, wants to have sex hey, with their mom. Hey, what's cooking, bro? mom? What are you doing? And then he picks her up and drags her upstairs. Jesus Christ! Wants to go. Jeez, why am I? How dare I will never let anyone ever know that I feel this way. But it was kind of fucking. But sexy. here's the thing, though. Kind of. So get think your, about uh, this. They've been alive for centuries. They're the yeah. only people who have known each other for centuries. And Alice Krieg. It's very sexual. Is she not? Is she not very? Be- she's like a weird beauty. She scares me, and she's also very she's hot. She's very at the same beautiful. Time. She's very skinny. She's really and she weird. Just wants to eat. Well, she who doesn't? She want says. To eat? She says, "Hey, get me the food because you're you're going to deliver me the food." It just got really weird here on the corpse cast. But regardless of this weird turn of events, Charles makes a date with Tanya. They're going to the local old cemetery to do some photography. However, Charles attempts to steal her essence with a kiss, kind of date rapey. But luckily, she gets away and hurts Charles by popping him right in the eyeball with a uh, wine cork that was laying around. Anyway. Charles, yeah, she put it in the picnic in, basket. Oh. Because she, she had uh, wine. She hid that from mom. When she says, hey, what are you guys going to go do? We're going to do our etchings. She had a wine bottle. Turns out that those, are, those corkscrews are good at opening wine. And pulling out eyeballs. Exactly. Yes. So there you go. Um, Charles makes it home to have his mother take care of him. Mary, Charles' mother, still needs to find Tanya for her essence. And the cops are idiots. Will a cops be able to protect Tanya and her family? Will Mary be able to capture Tanya and heal her son before he passes? With house cats being the sleepwalker's only natural weakness, how do they feel about cute cat videos on the internet? Find out by watching Sleepwalkers, oh, 1992. Yeah. What'd you think, man? It's fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It is a fun classic movie. This is probably my favorite Mick Garris uh, film uh, that he directed, not for TV, because all those shits were terrible. A lot of those. I mean, they, some were. I mean, here's was the this thing. his first try or his last try? No, 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 no. Because so here's the thing. So it's like Mick. When you do, when you, you do a, this off, a Stephen King made for TV movie, for some reason. You've got to add some has stupid ass shit. In it. Maybe. I don't know. The but key you... is, is if you do a made-for-TV movie, Stephen King has his hands deep Stephen King it. obviously had his hands Leave in this movie, alone. too. Leave the pro- Here's the problem with Stephen King's like movies. His, his films, or, I mean, sorry, his books are fine, scary, blah, blah, blah. 
uh, freaky. Long. And, yeah, long and wordy. And they boring. usually have a lot of people. Terrible like, with dialogue. So many, so many people. Yeah. Like, what was that in uh, The Standing? Rum, bum, 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 bum. And I'm just like, okay, get me that. The, the, I mean, Stephen King is a great horror author. But let's be frank. I'll be frank. You be fucking Ruby. I'll be Ruby. Um. His dialogue is the worst I shit agree. I have ever heard. And in, in every my life. one of his movies that he writes or has anything on, there's always a couple of characters that you're just like, "Why in the shit is that guy such a stupid asshole?" And in this movie's no, there, this is no like different. When I, when I because saw no, remember those, that cop? When, remember the cop that's like burp, 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 and and then all of a sudden that shit happened, and he goes over and eats some meal at uh, Tanya's mom's house, and he's just like, "That was the probably the, some of the worst shit ever." Yeah. I mean, and that's Stephen Some King. of the worst dialogue ever is in It with beep, beep, the way everyone keeps going. Beep, beep, Richie. You're so fucking I funny. Beep, beep, Richie. Totally agree. And I saw those new movies and I said, if I hear that fucking shit more than once, he said, I'm he said freak it, though. Out. He said it. He did. They, but it they, wasn't, they, it wasn't, they gave a wink that. to it and they said, beep, beep. No, but Richie. here's the thing, though. But I'm I got shit you. on, I got shit on for saying that that old, those old movies are too cheesy and, and stupid. Oh, they're and terrible. They're, yeah. they're, I feel like they're pretty bad. I mean, I enjoyed them. They scared the shit out of me when but I was But I'm kid. saying even the new one. I was like, don't give me any of that, that book shit. I don't want to hear it. Because it's always bad. Because it's terrible. His dialogue and, you know, maybe just Julia can, you know, maybe chime she in knows on this. But us. I'm telling you, Stephen King has the worst dialogue. Hey, baby, don't you dig your man shit. <laughs> Come on. You're the worst goddamn dialogue writer thankfully, I've ever heard. Thankfully, Great story this writer, movie, terrible dialogue. Thankfully, this movie did not suffer from as much as a lot of his TV movies do. Um, and to be honest with you, um, there's a lot of his actual movies that are really... Even like Pet Cemetery, the original Pet Cemetery. there wasn't a lot of great acting in that. Sorry, I, like I said, it scared the shit out of me. But I watch it lately and I'm just like, man, this is bad. And this, I'm sorry. What about The Mist? No, no, but but you know what's funny is they changed the whole ending from the mist, and Stephen King's like, "Shit, I should have wrote it like that." He literally oh, they changed that to the the to, ending. To the, how how the mist spoiler ended. Spoiler alert! No, yeah, sorry. no spoiler. I mean, I'm not going to say what happened, but but it's like whatever. And Mick Garris, although I respect him as a horror guy, his uh, his made for TV movies that are Stephen King, I don't huge, I don't hugely love. I do love the Masters of Horror which turned into fear itself on NBC and all that stuff. I liked it. I liked that a lot. Um, the problem with this movie is um, Stephen King and all this stuff. His movies have like, like for a while, Charles turned into a, a, a low rent uh, Freddy Krueger with some of his, Hey, I'm about to kill you. One liners, right. stuff like that. Um, surprise and then and then all the all the cameos were distracting because it's like stephen king walks out he talks to horror director horror director horror director they're like no go talk to the sheriff horror and it's like we it get was it. creepy though you when know the guy's people. like right over in the in the uh in the uh haunted uh, or the uh cemetery and he keeps going it's time for what did he say? I don't know. I liked his fucking one-liners though. When he was like, "Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're jamming me." But I'm just, uh, I it was, it was a little bit tough for me. However, this movie redeemed itself. There was a lot of weird early '90s CGI face shifting before Michael Jackson's uh, black or white when they did that shit. There was a yeah. lot of weird stuff like that. However, 
especially in the end parts, there was a lot of fantastic monster effects, practical effects, stuff like that. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And I'm not trying to just shit on this movie, um, but there's one other thing I want to kind of shit on this movie for. And maybe it's not this kind of movie. Jesus, why don't you take off your underpants and shit all over this movie? Well, because if I take off my underpants, where's the shit going to go? It's going to go on my chair. Right on your floor. It'll be delightful. I don't don't want that at all. But so I really wish we had a little bit more. I mean, we had the opening credits. We had hair sleepwalkers. We had some pictures. We had some documents, stuff like that. But we didn't get a lot. You don't love that song? That was Enya. No, no, no. Enya opened and shut this, and then it was... By the way, you know what that you know what that song called? It's called Sleepwalker. Sleepwalker by yeah. I can't remember I can't remember who they were. Nineteen thirty five song. No, by- it's a do no everybody's heard that song. And it's it's a beautiful song. Now I'm gonna go with the good things, okay? Okay. This movie freaked me out. Uh it got a little uh what do you call that? Transgressive with the with the mother and son stuff. Um the Is that what they call it? Transgressive? I mean, yeah, I mean that's whatever. It's, I mean, I'm I'm asking you. No, I'm telling the, you. The answer is yes. But it also, it was good enough. So when my mother it, is asking me, hey, I go, bro, you're getting a little transgressive. No, yeah, you can you can say that Jesus, to her. She'll you're understand. 65 years old. What the fuck? You want this hot dick? <laughs> oh my gosh, Jesus! Why are you getting so transgressive with me? That's a that's more of a what do you call? It? That's more of a I may or may not statement. call the police. But here's the and thing. I said I may. I love Alice Creed more than my life itself. I love her. I love her when she was in uh, uh, Silent Hill movies later on. Even when she got older, she was like the queen Who's of that, the Borg. The mom? Yeah, she was the queen of the Borg. She's creepy looking. Yeah, I love. But kind of pretty. Like, you will not fucking. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, she was like, "Fuck you! You ain't taking my daughter." I really wish we had a little bit more of the mythos stuff like that. However. Um, I ended up really liking this movie. Wait a it's minute. It's like, I mean, I ended up... You all, really all that wish shit we had more mythos? Yes, why not? I, I, I would like it a little bit there more There is history. a young man and his, and his young mother I would love to history. come to a town. I would like history because that's the stuff it that gave gets you me. all the mythos that you needed right there in that one paragraph, one sentence thing in the beginning. Well, maybe it gave there you enough, cat people. but it didn't give me enough. I just... Oh. Honestly, I feel like the only thing that would make this better is a little bit, maybe some history, maybe some of the things they've gone through in the past. But like I said, maybe it's not that kind of movie. Maybe this is just like a here, they're here in this small town, blah, 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 blah. It's good enough. So listen, I actually, uh, when, when all said and done, I actually enjoyed this movie. I I mean, I'll, I'll give it a high rent. I'll give it a high rent. How about that? Oh, be quiet. Be Fired up. It's a double fucking bone. Are you serious? Tonight. Well, tell me why. It's a, well, hit us it up. Is tell a, me why. It is a great classic movie. Yeah, it's... And one of the beauties of it being so fucking terrible is because it's Stephen King. Okay. Because if you, anytime Stephen King gets his dirty fingers... Are you anything, saying the terrible. first episode of 2020 gets a double bone? I'm saying double fucking Oh, my bone. gosh. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, an event... Folks, this is an event. That's 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 so. That's but tell me why 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 is it a bone saw? The you? reason why this is a fantastic movie. I I liked it. Is because a <sighs> Stephen King could not ruin this, even though he's he got tried. His dirty he tried. Thing, he, tri- he, tried. He, tried he tried to ruin it, but it is fantastic. It is wrapped up in everything that you want in one of those movies. She's the girl next door. 
and he's the guy, and she's working at the movie theater, uh-huh. and here he comes, and he gets her. Uh-huh. You can not, this is, this is top-notch, fuck you, Stephen King, we're going to try and do this the best despite we can you. without, despite you. Yep. I agree with that, And actually. I think it is fantastic. I love the song Sleepwalkers. I love the actors. How many, how many horror movies start with Enya and end with Enya, by the way? Zero. I'm going to go ahead and say. Who the fuck is Enya? Enya are you serious? Do you want to do an Enya song real quick? <laughs> yeah, I know who Enya is. That's Enya. Yeah, who gives a shit? I never want to hear that again. Wow. That's why this is a bone saw. I never want to hear <laughs> Enya ever again in my life. Oh, my goodness. I think it is fantastic. I love Clovis. Get that fucking motherfucking Clovis. Clovis, you got get that bad guy. Shit, motherfucker. No, you're right. It is that, it that is guy. comedy gold. It is it is and, and also uh whatever her name is, I forget. Alice her name. Creech. No, the beautiful uh young girl her name with the so, etchings. So Oh, the, we're going out to etch I like her um, attitude. Her her real name is Machin Amik, who played Tanya yeah. Robertson. Beautiful. I agree. No, I totally Gorgeous, agree. Gorgeous, beautiful. Everything about this is perfect. It is perfect schlock. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, man. I'm, so I'm literally I say. Not. I mean, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a check. It Fire out. Fire it up. But Shane is going all in for this. I'm going a double fucking bone. You know what is so great about this? I'm glad Ricky's not here because he would have definitely taken a shit on this. I enjoyed this movie. There's a lot, in my opinion. There's a lot that was distracting or whatever. Is it the perfect movie? Maybe not. But that's not what you're saying. You're saying it's it, not the perfect. That it's movie. perfect. None of it shame. is perfect. It's perfect for shit. It's perfect for me. Perfect. Happy 2020. <laughs> Double bone. Fire it up. Yeah. Uh, I'm pumped. You liked it, man. I'm pumped. I mean, I've seen it like 35 times. Same here. And I always go, what the fuck's going on with that? And how crazy is it that she's not going get. Get away from the dude that you just jammed the fucking screwdriver in <laughs> right, his face. Right, 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 right. Get the fuck out. Don't go, hey, Harvey, are you okay? Uh, Can I give you a fun nugget real quick? I'd love so, it. So um, the parents of Tanya Robertson in this, uh, Lyman Ward, played by Lyman Ward as Donald Robertson and Cindy Pickett as Helen Robertson, were the two, were, were also Ferris Bueller's yes! parents. The same I knew couple. The, dad. the same couple. Oh, both they're both. Them. They're both. Ferris Bueller's parents, yeah. Because as soon as I saw the dad going, huh, where are you going? Jeez. I went, oh, that's Ferris Bueller's dad. I looked at that and I'm like, I recognize him, but I'm like, where oh do I recognize God, her from? Right. And I did it. I was like, I did it. I it did research. It was the same parents. That's what I'm saying. Perfect. Shane, I'm so glad you yeah, enjoyed that Yeah, she comes movie. in and goes, are you feel?" <laughs> He's like, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> yeah. spit on your hands or whatever. Oh, that's the best part of any, Jack any off party. On your hands. That's a spit fun part. and spit Mom, and put it on your hands. This, hold this when I'm holding it in my hands. Perfect party. God, you just you just Mom, made me think what? about this for Jeez. a minute. Yeah, I'm not. I can't change. It's too late to change. I give this a high rent. Check it out. Blah blah blah. I mean, I own double this. bone size. I also tonight. own the uh, the DVD from a, uh, from a long time ago. It's yeah. Like, I mean, so, I buy all. Sorts so you're of stuff. good. You. And no, I like this movie. And, and and the great thing about our podcast is you're free to. You know, uh, put addendums in or whatever. You know, and put sure, some, put some. Uh, you know, There's say, no hey, rules. You know, back no in rules. Uh, 2016, when I said, 
I didn't feel this way. I do feel this way Absolutely. now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So we we'll can, see how it goes. How about that? put it in the books. <laughs> and it's a good thing we have that website, too, so you can, you know, label all that and keep that all. No, I wish that that were the case. I, all I do on the website at corpsecollective.com, corpsecast.com, if you go there, you will see... If you go to past shows, you'll just see what we did. You won't see our grades. Oh, you won't see addendums and like, geez. No, that's, oh, a, that's hard work, Shane. I got to do all that. That's hard work. You think oh, I he li- did say you this think I listened that, to this after? And he did come in. Can we find I someone literally, to do that? I, Wouldn't that be great? It would be great if we could get some kind of uh, person to come in and help us out with the website. Oh, I'm just he, like, did, he did addend that. He did addendum that. Somebody who would actually listen to this after we record it. It's a, so it's wait like, a minute. Oh, he did. He did change his opinion. Maybe, maybe we should have Ricky do it since he's kind of still our Ricky intern. can't even show up. That's a good point. No, nobody can depend on Ricky. However, and if you're listening to this, you can eat my asshole. <laughs> uh, don't tempt him. Uh, I, okay, so uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we go over the question? And I'm episode? sorry to say it so rudely. <clears throat> Nobody's you can eat nobody my saying juicy- you're rude. No one's A-hole. saying you're rude. No one's saying you're rude. I don't want to be rude about, you know, say, it's like, God, I love this podcast till the guy was like, you can eat my juicy, you know, a-hole. No one's saying that. No one's saying that. So I'll say R-I-C-C, eat my juicy <laughs> A. A. They, that's Thank what you. I say. That's, I say things like that. People right. understand me. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go over again the question of the episode? Um, I still, I, this is a two-parter. I still want to, since it was my fault, I didn't send out the reminder on the on the Facebook, stuff like that. I still want people's favorite horror movie and or album from 2019, whether it came out this year or you watched or listened to it yeah, for the I first like time this year. Okay. Doesn't or, matter. Sorry, last year in 2019. Bring it in on 2019. Exactly. But here's the question moving forward. Who is the one guest who has passed on? you would have most liked to meet at a horror convention. Call it in 385-351-9273, 385-351-9273. Shane, you got anything else for the folks? No, I I am flushed. Because you double boned today. Two times at your it, age. It's tough, Two times man. at your age, that's it's huge. That's double huge. bone. Double boned. So for the Sleepwalkers and the, uh, what are they called again? Vulture <laughs> Industries. Double bone. <laughs> Get on it. Get, 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 get on to it. For the Corpse Cast, we'll catch you guys later. Goodbye.